0: Hey Miley, we need some intro music.
1: <laughs> I like it, I like it, I like it. Woman get it. Okay, let's go down that road. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> There's a surprise <laughs> at every turn. Woman get it. Hey there. Welcome to another episode of Woman Get In Podcast. I am Miley. And I am Mandy. And we're uh, ecstatic that you're back with us this week. Mandy, you are in Detroit. I am still in Detroit. I am uh, currently in Florida. We are just all over the place. (laughs) Yes. And uh, okay, so what's new since last week? I know Mr. Boyfriend came to visit you. He's still there with you. He made it there safely. And what have you two been up to? Yes, Mr. Boyfriend is here. We did go to Cedar Point. Oh, I wanted to go with you. Did you have a lot of fun? Did you take pictures? Did he pee his pants from all the scary rides? (laughs) Oh my gosh, he did not see his pants, but there is literally the world's
0: funniest picture of him on his very first ever roller coaster.
1: No way. He's never been on a roller coaster.
0: Wow. Okay, I'm so sad that I missed that. He did not divulge this information (laughs) to me (laughs) until we were in line and I chose the magnum. Which I found out today, the Magnum was installed it went up in 1989,
1: oh, and it was wow. the
0: record-breaking roller coaster at the time, at 200 feet and 70, 70 some miles per hour. Um, I'm going to show you the picture. Can you? Oh see my god!
1: It? <laughs> oh my god! I love that picture. Oh, look at his face. I know he looks. My sister. I sent it to my <laughs> sister. <laughs> he looks so serious and like he's like gripping the handle in, in anticipation and he's wow that's hilarious i love that okay then yeah he uh he's like this is my first ever roller coaster and <laughs> i i just i
0: was in shock i'm like wait i picked the magnum for your first ever <laughs>
1: 40. man 40 plus oh okay. how old is he 40 yeah, 40 years and never been on a roller coaster. That is impressive. And um and very brave of him to go on a roller coaster at this stage of his life. <laughs> and this is the roller
0: cap well, it was. I'm sure they're still in the top three. It's like the roller coaster capital of the yeah. world.
1: Wow.
0: The world. I mean, mm-hmm. you can look up any point and, and anybody online can look it up and see yeah. all the records that posters break but I took him on the magnum and that was the picture and it's absolutely hysterical and everything after that because that's you know 89 it's one of the older coasters even though it's new-ish it's mm-hmm. one of the older coasters the new stuff rides so smooth so Ooh. nice like just okay. less rattly feeling and well so his very um, first one was a old crickety one it was a doozy. It's not like a wooden coaster. Some of the wooden That's,
1: ones are okay. yeah. really
0: rickety feeling. Like they just shake and rattle a lot, but the new ones are electromagnetic and they just, they're just they a much smoother yeah. ride. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we went on a great day. We had super short lines. Only two rides did we wait in line any like 30 minutes and maybe 40 minutes. Everything else was 10 to 20 minutes start to finish, like getting in line and off the ride. At one point, right at the end of the day, we rode three rides within an hour. And even that was a bit much for me. (laughs) (laughs) I got off the third ride and I was just a little, oh, my head kind of hurts. I feel a little rattled. I feel like I've had too much twists and turns and upside downs in the last hour. I needed, seriously, I needed about 45 minutes to an hour just to let my brain recover. (laughs) But we had a ton of fun. That was a real blast. We had great weather. It was sunny. It was, it was just perfect. We spent, we were probably in the park seven, seven and a half hours and road coasters and had lunch and wandered around. It was, it was a good
1: time. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. So we'll make it there one day, but probably not with you and Mr. Boyfriend. I'm bummed. Yeah. About that.
0: I'm kind of feeling like I'm at the end of my roller coaster riding years. Like it was a fun day and I did it and I'm happy to know that I can still do it. And he got to ride coasters for the first time. But I don't know that I would intentionally make a, a whole day trip back there. If there was a group of people that really wanted to go, I mean, it's
1: 50 bucks for the whole day to ride coasters. I might try, to convince, I might try to convince you in the future again.
0: <sighs> yeah. Top Thrill Dragster was down, so we didn't get to ride that. And today I was reading a really long about how it's going to be down the whole year and it's not like the best coaster as far as track record goes so I'm glad I got to ride it when I did nothing bad happened to anybody while I was there on the ride but uh yeah Cedar Point was a blast we've just been hanging out in Detroit he got to play some disc golf I've hung out with the parents a bunch Uh, my uncle has come over a few times the nephew has hung out with me for like a week now so it's been fun it's it's good. Oh, I'm I'm happy to hear
1: that. Yay. Yeah. And you're in Florida? In Florida, for a meeting about risk management and malpractice in dentistry and how we can move the ball forward in reducing malpractice. And especially now, because of COVID and dental schools shutting down for a period of time, many dentists are coming out of school with less experience and they're having financial barriers. And so they're placed in situations where they are at risk for a lot of malpractice suits. And so, from a big picture standpoint, I work with some, I work with an organization that tries to reduce that or tries to find strategies from a national perspective. So I'm here for that, but I did sneak here a day early and did a scuba diving trip this morning and I got to see sharks and I got to see turtles. It was a lot of fun, but it was at like 4 a.m. Arizona time. And I'm so exhausted and it really took a lot out of me. So I took like a three, four hour nap. Afterwards, it was tough on my body. I can totally feel how age is wearing on my endurance level.
0: Isn't it wild? The three-hour time difference is intense. It doesn't seem yeah. like it could be that bad. But when you text me today about potentially recording this intro early tomorrow morning, and you said it was 8 a.m. Eastern time, I thought, is she mad?
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm getting, I am I can totally feel my age.
0: 9 a.m. Eastern time is just about the earliest. I found oh. I can really function here Are because you? 6 a.m. my body's time. Yeah. And that's,
1: it's crazy. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> I can't, yeah. So, but I was like, I can't do any other time because we have a meeting. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: but, so I'm glad it worked out for us this evening.
0: Yeah. With mm-hmm. our <laughs> listeners about our episode this week.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, Our episode this week is on networking and uh, and that's what i'm doing right now at my meeting making small talk making conversations talking about not just personal but also professional goals and challenges and so our episode will talk a lot about some of that stuff and tips and tricks yeah Tips and tricks,
0: how to network, who to network with. How do you know you're doing it right? <laughs> yeah. all, all the good stuff. I haven't had to do any of it. Someone did ask me, I mean, because I've just been, you know, across the country for the last couple of weeks and someone went, oh, you know, my best guy friend, Ben, texted me and, and he knew I was here. And then he called me at one point here and he said, gosh, you're there for how long? And I told him and he said, your boss let you go get off work for that long. <laughs> you're like, I-, I am my boss. Yeah, I said yeah, she's a real stinker, but um <laughs> she does. she does expect me to put in a little work while I'm here so I I should probably get to that.
1: Oh, you'll get to it. It's all good. Yeah, beautiful. I
0: haven't done a ton of networking here. I haven't done a ton of anything here. <laughs> it's
1: been... good. I'm so happy for you. You should spend time with your family and this is part of being your own boss and your own boss lady, you know, and So no, good for you. I'm so happy to hear. I miss you, but I'm happy to hear that you're doing all these wonderful things. Uh, I can't wait to see you again in person. I know. I was just thinking you look
0: fabulous. I know our our listeners can't see you, but Miley looks smashing in her very business attire, makeup, her cute little sleek businessy kind of hairdo. And I'm like, Total beach hair. It <laughs> super cute.
1: like, I know that the hair is, it's shorter than usual, but it's super cute on you. I, I really oh like gosh. it. It actually worked out really well on the
0: roller coasters because it's barely long enough to put in a bun at the base of my neck head. And so I just left it down and rode coasters all day. It barely looked any different at the end
1: of the day. <laughs> Plus, it, I probably felt really nice with the wind brushing through it every time you were on a coaster. Yeah. You couldn't put your, you can't run your fingers through it at the end of the day after all those
0: coasters. But, um, oh. <laughs> I, uh, my hair barely looked any different. It just looked windblown. It was kind of funny. I thought, love wow. It. Okay. This hairstyle works for uh, windy days and riding roller
1: coasters. Love it. Enjoy it. Really,
0: it, it. it up.
1: <laughs> Perfect. I love it. I love it. And it is super, super cute. So, uh, if any you're gonna- exciting developments in Florida, Mm, not that I'm aware of. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I, I don't know what's I don't know what's going on down there. <laughs> Me neither. I mean, I'm in and I'm out. I'm I came in last night and I'm flying out tomorrow night. So it's oh my a gosh. You usually got in and you yeah. go to go scuba. Yeah, usually I come in the night before, I do the meeting and then I leave. This time because of the flights, I had to come in a day early and then I took it to my advantage and did a scuba dive. That's probably yeah. why I ended up getting a three hour nap in needing a three hour nap because I die right now. But... You got up in
0: the wrong time zone.
1: <laughs> yes. But <laughs> I'm glad you're having fun. Me too. I'm trying to find that balance between work and play. Just squishing the play all in between every minute of okay. non-work. Yep. And then try to find some time to sleep. Yeah. You're good at that. I can fall asleep anywhere. i know you
0: and mr boyfriend find a time anywhere i'm very jealous because i i'm not like that
1: (laughs) i will see you soon when we are both back in the arizona time zone yes yes and until then i hope our listeners enjoy this week's episode on networking i know they'll enjoy it it's a mindset yes indeed enjoy friends
0: What are we talking about today?
1: Today we are going to be talking about networking. Networking. Schmoozing. Oh, I like that. That's much better. Schmoozing. Schmoozing. <laughs> I can't say that right, but uh, just I think it's just at the the base of it all. It's just getting to know people and expanding your your uh, your community expanding your reach expanding your resources most of the time when you think of the word networking you tend to think of it from a professional standpoint but as we get older as well and if you are moving around for work and you might end up moving to a new city and you don't really have very many friends networking can also lead you to friendships
0: that's true. I, so as I was writing down some things for this episode, I was trying to remember, have I ever had a long-term friend out of a networking or some, you know, some type of event where I went and I can't I can't think of any.
1: Many of my uh, acquaintances that I have made through my professional networking opportunities have become friends, but it's only been in the last few years that I have dived into specific networking organizations that, you know, that have led me to these friendships or these new friends, right? So the the, the one that I think of right now off the top of my head is uh, about three years ago, I interviewed and uh, participated in Valley Leadership. Oh, yeah. And Valley Leadership- That was a good one for you. Yeah, and- um, And the thing is, up until Valley Leadership, I was really involved with dental organizations and professional organizations that allowed me to network within my business sector or my field. Mm -hmm. But uh, Valley Leadership was the first one where it was across all types of business sectors. And one of the most important things about that program was to network. They wanted to bring business professionals from all over Phoenix uh, together, not only to get to know each other, to learn about each other's businesses and, uh, and like what, what we were doing individually in our own worlds, but bring all of us together in a common goal to help better and improve Arizona issues. And so not only was it to network, but through working together we were also building relationships, which is the whole concept in my mind about networking. And now three years later, I still have at least 10 people from that program out of like 45 people uh, that... Uh, we've stayed friends, we hang out, We and then we also consult each other whenever we have charity events or business events and we help each other promote things that are uh, within our professional realms. And so um, I think it's beneficial. I, I don't know if um, I can really say that I have like really good friends that I got from a specific business networking event, but I, I don't know if that's really that key right like I just think that uh I I wanted to just mention that sometimes networking can lead to friendships
0: yeah I I thought of that earlier too and I thought oh people probably get some long-term friends out of some of this stuff and then I thought I don't have any oh (laughs) (laughs) I just thought maybe that's not happening but maybe people do I mean so I think of a podcast that we listen to and they met each other at What was basically a business event type of thing where similar, like people from the same industry were invited and they hit it off and they've been best friends for five years or something
1: since then. But you know, you can also think that like, Hey, like you and I met through work and now like now we're really good friends. And so I forced you to be my friend. Oh, you think you did, but it was the (laughs) other way around. (laughs) She's like, I'm going to play hard to get for seven
0: years. (laughs)
1: Uh but you know that's a thing too, right? Like uh there's so many different That's okay ways I forced Shereen to
0: be my friend too. If anybody remembers oh, yeah. the girlfriends episode mm-hmm. from a year and a half ago or something. We had a girlfriends episode last February, I think. February twenty twenty one. Look back there. And uh yeah, I forced Shereen to be my friend too. I just kept asking her to hang out until she finally broke down and said yes. You were very persistent. And now she hasn't left me alone ever since then.
1: Mm. It's great. It mm-hmm. works out for me. <laughs> Maybe that's the way that I should tackle a lot of things, a lot of people in my life. I be- I believe in it 100%. I like it. I like it. And so yeah, I I think uh networking in the, in I think today's episode I'm going to focus primarily on professional networking because even though I wanted to just mention that it could lead to friendships, I don't think this episode is about making friends through networking. Mm -hmm. Networking, I think the primary reason why it's called networking is to expand your professional network, your professional reach. Uh, Be able to connect people or ask to connect yourself with other people and resources that you need to advance in your profession and or help other people advance in their profession. That's awesome. Okay, so we now know
0: kind of loosely what, how, in what aspect or what regard we're talking about networking today and what networking means in relation to this episode where do you network I mean the places I can think of networking would be at events Mm -hmm. and you've mentioned conferences and then I was going to say online chat rooms remember clubhouse oh my goodness (laughs) yes shoot your shot babe yeah the COVID app that like everybody was all excited about using and has uh, seemingly disappeared. I yeah. actually uninstalled it from my iPad the other day. Cause oh. I was like, no one uses this anymore. Yeah.
1: Goodbye. Yeah, no, that, and you know what? It was great because during COVID, the only place you could really get people together was digitally, virtually. So it was great. But, you know, I think at the end of the day, uh, Human relationships rely on face-to-face contact, and I think that's why now that we are coming out of the COVID restrictions, face-to-face networking is is the gold standard. We connect more when we can see each other's faces and facial expressions, and uh, be in the same room with you know to feel people's energy. And so, uh, events is a great place. So, you know, you probably uh, you go to a lot of vendor events, like your. festivals and things like that. And although the primary goal of a festival is if you're a business and you're there to sell stuff, you you're there. Or if you are a consumer, you're there to buy stuff. But, even during those one-on-one interactions or maybe you are a business there and you're set up with a business vendor next door to you, you make friends, you make conversation while you're there, and you've just expanded your network. And if you ever need somebody in that, like, you know, I know I know when, you know, during one of the vegan festivals, the person next to you was making, like kombucha or whatnot uh whatever oh yeah Yeah. and so like so I'm buddies with all about the booch exactly there you go right I tend to
0: become people with everyone I vend next to and that's one of the easiest ways for Mm -hmm. me to talk to people at the event is to talk to the people
1: right next next to to me I'm gonna be next to you for the next five hours how are you doing I'm Mandy what's your name (laughs) yeah and and like on the flip side as a consumer or someone who wants to Get into a business, you would go to these events and target those vendors that are where you want to be, right? So, we've talked about in past episodes like, if you have a goal for something, surround yourself with people who are where you want to be. And so, events are a great way to network and expand and build your not only mentor network or mentee network, but just to find people that are in the space you want to be in uh, and then expand and whatnot. Uh, But I think other places, like we've said, is um, conferences. So, you might might go to a conference because you want to learn from someone, or you might go to a conference and present at that conference, and you will meet people that will come up to you afterwards. Mm -hmm. And so when I go and lecture at places, people come up to me afterwards, and they tell me about themselves, and now I know somebody at the University of Washington, or I know somebody over in Alabama, and now, like, if I ever need anyone, I can reach out to them right or maybe there's somebody who is here in arizona that needs to find somebody in washington i can connect them to somebody in washington not all of the people i meet end up being people that i connect with forever yeah but um you never know when you might meet somebody and that might that person might be someone you need down the road Mm -hmm. or they may in the process of conversing with them they may be able to solve some of the problems you have This makes me think of that I sort of have a terrible
0: memory sometimes of people I meet and where I meet them. But now I'm thinking when I meet people that are in my sector and in my space and in something I'm excited about, I almost always remember them.
1: Well, that's great. I like that. um, Do you
0: know why? Because I'm excited about whatever oh, okay. it is that they okay. do. I imagine like if I just, if you just introduce me to Joe Schmo, like a friend introduced me to a friend of a friend of a friend or somebody that's just hanging out and they're mm-hmm. not, they don't do anything that I am interested in. They don't turn on that part of my brain that puts it into actual long-term memory. I'm like,
1: okay. <laughs> and that, uh, you know, the last like 30 seconds of what you said is a complete, uh, example and a sh- uh, like a, a shout out to our memory yeah. episode because when you get excited about something you tend to more naturally and easily remember that right mm-hmm. uh, but sometimes you can't remember people even if you really want to and so whenever I get people's contact information I always utilize like that field in my contact on my phone to write where I met them oh. or if I snap a picture of them I can you know oh, yeah. attach it to their contact on my phone but I usually will write down like what conference or what state like I met them in or where they live and things like that or any details I have to remind me of who they are. Um, But yeah, that's the thing too. Um, Whenever there are conferences or groups of people, events, um, sometimes it's just expanding. Like maybe the goal is only to expand. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so
0: there used to be a lot of in-person networking events and I can't think of the names of the groups right now, but there used to be groups around town that would send out emails and they would have monthly meetups like during yeah. happy hours at bars and restaurants around town yeah. and you just, it, it fell off around COVID and I haven't seen it come back yet, Um which is when Clubhouse was popular and I never took advantage of that. But I will say Facebook groups,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you're, especially if you're not local or, or you're looking to just expand your network to other cities, like there aren't a lot of food conferences for, or like conferences for vegan food. There's one on the West Coast and there's one on the East Coast and they're once a year. So if you're looking to network, sometimes Facebook groups are a fun way to do that. And then there's Bumble Biz, which I always forget about.
1: I always forget. We're but, good, but I think that's why <laughs> I had suggested the whole idea of like sometimes networking can lead to friends. Because uh, one of my yeah. good friends, Stephanie, she moved here from Washington about six years ago and she knew no one here. Mm-hmm. And she used Bumble Friends and Bumble Biz to meet people and that's how two of her closest friends now she met on bumble friends and or biz because it was in her business like sector or whatnot so um it's all it's an option there i um i wanted to mention uh the i'm downloading bumble biz as we (laughs) speak I wanted to mention Rotary Club as one of those organizations that hosts a lot of networking events oh. that have happy hour where you go, you bring your business card, you drop it into a bowl, uh, and then you can like you know enter a raffle, but also the great thing about those networking opportunities is it's at the end of the day you're unwinding over happy hour and appetizers and you just chit chat and you meet people and you learn about the you know each other's businesses and um, and I think that's why like one of the things whenever I am having a conversation with someone at some kind of reception or networking event um, you do want to consider the concept of vulnerability, which is talking Mm. about yourself and talking about what you're looking for. Yeah. So sometimes what happens is like if I, like for example right now, we are... Like
0: if you have a clear goal of going into something and networking to expand your network into a certain direction, or like I should say you need to have a plan for what direction you're trying to expand your network because if you're going to networking and you're just meeting a whole lot of random people it's probably not going to yield you the same results as... like if you're out and you meet a restaurateur and you meet a realtor and you meet a banker and you meet a this and you meet a that and you've just met a bunch of people but going into it going what's going to be what do I need in my life what holes am I trying to fill and then angling yourself in that direction at those events. And
1: that's what yeah, and that's what I mean by like knowing what you are yeah. looking for because when you're at those events you can say, Well and then when, when I say like being vulnerable, it means like speaking and sharing oh, yeah. what you're looking for because you might be talking to Sammy over here and Sammy is a realtor but you're not looking for a realtor, you're looking for a banker. But then you're and then because you just told Sammy you're looking for a banker, Sammy's like oh I just met Jim over there and he works at bank of whatever, you know so yeah. then you can go over there and talk to Jim. Exactly. And then you talk to Jim and you're and he's like oh you know I'm looking for uh, somebody to do housekeeping something you know like uh you know and then you can say oh i talked to so and so who talked to so and so and i think there's somebody here for this and so like you can help each other navigate through those networking
0: yeah i was thinking like who how do you know who to talk to and if you don't know who to talk to you just start talking to anyone
1: yeah and that's what i mean like sometimes you go to these networking parties and really you're just there to meet people sometimes it could be as easy as just going to meet people a lot of the dental conferences have these uh receptions and I don't go there for specific reasons, but I go just to meet people. Um, and then there are some receptions where it's part like there's for a specific reason. Like I might be campaigning for someone. I might be like volunteering to do something. And I really want people to know about what I'm volunteering about. And so I go and I target specific networking receptions to tell people about what I'm about.
0: Those types of events are really exhausting for me.
1: I don't, all of I don't particularly me. <laughs> like
0: meeting people. <laughs> I mean, I like meeting people, but I don't like meeting people. Like yep. I always think I don't need a bigger circle. Like that just feels like a lot of people are going to be calling on my attention. And this is just a trick my brain plays on me all of the time. It does it in every aspect. Like I'm invited out to an event with friends and I'm like, oh, that sounds terrible. And then I get there and I have a great time. So I have to always tell, tell my brain that, it's going to be fine. You're going to, this is going to be good for you. You need to get out there and do this. And, uh, these are good people to meet and good people to talk to versus my brain's like, don't do it. This sounds dumb. It's not going to be worth it. There's nothing there for you.
1: You're right though. (laughs) Um, sometimes you have to kind of, it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of like thinking on your feet because you're investing in the conversations. And so you're having to, not only share about yourself, but really intentionally pay attention to people there so that you can make that genuine connection. That and is a so lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy. Uh, like So usually when I'm at networking events, I can really only be there for like 30 or 40 minutes. And then I have to get out of there.
0: Yeah, I imagine the only time it's exciting for me is if I find somebody who I'm really clicking with. And we're jokes, and we're having a good time. And Miley's not funny; she doesn't she doesn't know this. <laughs> but if you found me and I was being funny, mm-hmm. you might stay longer.
1: Yeah, I would because you would be entertaining me.
0: Yeah, I do like to entertain. Hmm.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, I uh, I don't ever I can't remember the last time I went to honestly a networking event that was geared in that direction or a big what did you call it like reception reception Yeah, I haven't even been to anything that lately. Everything I do is either online with like similar Facebook groups or in person at the events that I vend at. And sometimes I go to the ones that I'm not vending to connect with people, like the cheese course I did to connect with that chef and just kind of.
1: And and so everything we've talked about is more of big picture networking. Mm-hmm. I think in my mind, there's also, um, you know, like – low level networking where okay. it might just be within your own circle of people. Mm. Like I have a, I had a, a friend who's also a dentist and she reached out to me one day and she was like, Hey, I'm looking for a plumber. And because she knew me, I reached out to my, you know, variety of people and I, know a plumber so I connected her to my plumber oh, and yeah. so you know like it really could be as easy as just reaching out to the people that you're close to and then networking within your circle to find the people that you need whether that plumber is someone that she ends up using or not using at least she now knows one name and then she can use that plumber and or maybe that plumber might be able to connect her to somebody who can do cabinets or whatever that you know that's just yeah a house example but it it, it I think it speaks to how it doesn't have to be where you go to this big event either. It could just be within your own circle. And yeah. networking really is, I think in my mind, just connecting people to people that need services.
0: I mean, networking is more than just service-based, though. It's not just finding people who can work for you. Yeah. I mean, I like to network with people in my ex- like almost exact same space so that I have... Others to refer to. Yeah. I know what they do well that I don't do well. When I'm not available, this person's available so I can refer clients. Like people come to me and ask me for cakes and things and I'm, I have to tell them I'm out of town that week. I can't do it. But I know so-and-so at this place and she's available and this person at this place. Um, and I like to know people kind of all over town so that I can push people. And what they specialize in is important because then I can make a custom referral and say this person is really great at this she's in your part of town I think you know check with her or him and see what they can do for you Um, I like that
1: um while you were saying that I mean you make really great points because it it, it is building your base too right like so like your base of referrals
0: yeah and if I ever need anything as a baker uh if I'm running into a wall with something I'm trying to do some new technique some anything I can hit up my group of friends who we're all referring to back and forth and I use the word term friends very loosely like we're not hanging out socially but my baker friends and say is anybody experiencing this what are you guys doing or you know I use the term you guys obviously non-gender but like what are you all doing about this how are you solving this is anybody finding any of this product like I can't find this ingredient anywhere in town has anybody been able to find it any tips for me on where I can source it so there's a lot a lot of reasons to uh, build your bubble within even your industry to help you solve problems that you're going to come up against routinely.
1: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like how we talked like uh, at the bigger picture level at bigger conferences across business sectors. And then I think you did a phenomenal job at talking about the value of networking within your business sector. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, and then just networking at the the lower level where in your friend we, groups, Yeah, in your friend groups. I love it. Um, yeah. I think, you know, again, with networking, it's just getting your name out there. So, looking for opportunities to uh, either get your name out there or get to know other people in your business sector or outside of your business sector that might complement the business that you're doing. Um, again, I think back to Rotary, because in Rotary, you actually can do presentations. So, a mm. shout back, a shout out to one of our previous episodes about public speaking is. Um, You can do these mini, like, 20-minute presentations at Rotary Club meetings to tell people about your business. So for someone like you, Mandy, Mm -hmm. uh, if you really want one way to promote your business as well as expand your network would be to go to local Rotary Club meetings and for 20 minutes talk to, like, educate them about what it is to be vegan the, you know, and then mm. share about your business. And people in Rotary love to learn about other businesses in the area. So not only they, they can support small businesses, but they can also refer your businesses to other people they know if they need any service like that.
0: I don't actually know what Rotary is.
1: Rotary is um, an international organization. it's a service organization so people actually come together one it, um, is to promote your business as business owners, but two is to come together and do service for the community so mm. uh so not only so it's multiple things, but because you have the uh let's say the the uh, um what is the word where? The fortune, you have the good fortune to be a business owner. You come together to work on your business, to help other people expand their business. But then you come together because you have the good fortune, you're giving back to the community as well. So it's an international organization. There's chapters all over the world. Uh, But Mm. part of that is learning about other businesses so that you can support small business
0: Interesting. It made me think of the Chamber of Commerce.
1: Yeah, that's another yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're organization have a
0: business, a small Mm -hmm. business or any business in whatever city you're in, go to your city and connect with your chamber of commerce because I think they do meetings. They do little events.
1: And that's the other thing too. I've been at all these events and people will come up to you even if they're not like even like maybe they're not a dentist, but they'll come up to me and they're like, Do you know Dr. So and so? Why don't I connect you to so and so? And then like I might not like they that specific person might not be part of my network, but they've connected me to somebody else who could be a referral for me or nice. I could be a referral for them. So, you, you you know, back to your example, if you were to do your, these presentations and uh, these Rotary Club members would get to know you and your business, they might come up to you and say, hey, do you know about this other business owner who does vegan stuff? And then together, like, they can connect you to other people. So,
0: yeah. Years, years ago, I did a, I was invited to a James Beard course and it was a two-day thing I did with a whole bunch of and it was specific to women in the food industry and I met a chef there a few years ago and in a couple weeks she and I are she got someone asked her to cater this birthday dinner this couple is flying into town from Texas for the weekend and he got a hold of her he's getting her to cater the dinner he wanted dessert and she referred me yeah so I'm like I mean that's literally the long play I mean that must have been almost three years ago
1: and that's the thing a lot of this networking there might not be any Mm -hmm. short-term fruits from it but you never know Mm -hmm. the long-term fruits that can come from your networking and so again when you go out there like don't be afraid to toot your horn don't be afraid to tell people what you know who you are what you stand for what you do and like maybe some of the things that you know some of the challenges not only the good things about you but some of the challenges you're facing because they may be able to connect you to other people in your sector and or other people that can help you overcome those challenges you have because I think one of the best ways to connect with people is when people are helping each other overcome challenges right so don't yeah. be afraid to share those challenges um, and then you, you just never know like they might not need you or you might not need them right now but later down the road they might need a dessert you know <laughs> you, you never know yeah um, she's she's bought
0: things from me a couple of times since then and she's she's really sweet and it and that was just really interesting I thought of that recently I thought gosh when did I meet her that's been a minute.
1: Now, also when you go out and about, of course, if you are a business and you're a professional, hopefully you have some kind of social media or some kind of internet presence. So whether it's a website, a LinkedIn profile. I was um, just going to say we media. forgot to
0: mention LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: LinkedIn is a great place for networking it, yeah. itself. But yeah. So, um, you know, whatever digital uh, presence you have, uh, I often will either have my business card with me or I've set up my digital business card on my phone so I can just transfer it if people are more digital like digital savvy or What's tech savvy. a digital
0: business card?
1: Um well it's a digital business like contact card oh. where you can just share your contact and it has all of your information so instead of handing people your business card you just transfer your business contact card over to their their phone contact
0: like planting the virus of mm. your business yes directly yes. into their phone uh, and
1: and and that's why you know again you kind of have to know your audience too yeah like Whenever I go to Academy of General Dentistry, they're really big into business cards. They love Mm. handing out business cards. I was going to ask about this. But then, like, when I go to, uh, like, social and or networking events with, like, younger dentists, we do not do business cards. We do the digital, (laughs) like, we share each other's Instagram handles. Like, it's all about social media. So that's another thing that we haven't touched on. But social media is a great way to network. I've met so many, not just dentists, that are on Instagram and Facebook that I've connected with and we share cases and we talk about issues and challenges and we refer to each other. But I also have gotten patience from social media because I've networked and promoted myself. And so social media is a great place for networking, whether it's to gain more clients, it's to get your name out there, to make colleagues and friends or referral sources to help your business and for you to help other people.
0: Yeah, online is, I was just going to say, I people in the recent maybe two months a few people have handed me a business card like here's my business card and I just think I say thank you so much oh my gosh thank you Uh, but in my head I'm like am I supposed to be bringing a brown business cards because I suck at that I usually have them at events when I vend because people will pick them up I'm positive they all get thrown away yeah I don't spend a lot of money on them I put some pictures of cakes on it and put my website and my phone number and then I'm done it's like You're gonna probably throw it away. It's gonna get lost. Actually, one lady ordered a cake from me last weekend. Who said I had your business card from a couple years ago? I was like, "Yeah, wow."
1: Audience, right? Like, I'm sure she was an older lady, not to be generational. Her kids are graduating college. Okay, yeah. So, like, that's what I mean. Like, you know, like (laughs) these, and so like these day and age, people actually people the the newest kind of business card is a card with a QR code on it. I was going to say a QR. Yeah, a QR code and then yeah. when you scan it it downloads a digital business card onto your phone. It saves onto your phone book, uh, you know, the phone book app on your phone, not a real phone book. <laughs> uh, but you know what I mean? Like it's a QR code with all your information on there yeah. or a QR code that takes you directly to their website that is their business profile or their LinkedIn profile. I love it. Yeah, so, um, so when that. we talk about like what do you bring to these networking events? Like I bring my phone. Because yeah. the other thing is like, like I said, I like to take pictures of the people when, you know, when I'm making a new contact card on my phone because I want to remember their face. Does and anyone then I ever take... find that freaky? No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just like, if a stranger was like, let me get your photo so I can put it in my phone. I'm thinking, no, because you, like, I just, depends on how well I know you, right? Right. Like, I just met you. You might try to create a whole personality of me online.
1: Usually what happens is it's been after I've had, like, a 30-minute conversation with them, and we've established. I thought you were going to say three drinks. Oh, no. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's also part of I mean, you can have three drinks in 30 minutes. See, I
0: just get their Instagram, because their face will be on there. Yeah, And I'm hopeful and I have a little notepad on my phone that I'll have for events and things. And I will usually write when I meet people for the first time, I put their business and the owner's names Mm,
1: so that I look
0: at it occasionally. I think, oh, that's right. That's, you know, John and Sally with the blah, blah, blah company. Don't forget. Don't forget. And I just write them down. I leave them in there for the longest time until I know it and it's really in my memory. And eventually I'll see it and then I'll erase it. Cause I'm like, mm. I know this already. Oh,
1: okay. And I get rid now, of it. No, I usually just create either contact cards in my phone or if they hand me a business card, I'll take a picture of their business card and give oh, them yeah. back the business card. Cause yeah. I am not carrying a bunch of no. business cards around with me. I'm just gonna throw it away. So I, agree I take a, quick a picture. picture of it and then I'm like, okay, I remember. Like, I got your business card. I'll, I'll refer to well, it if I need to. So
0: that's why I made the tablecloth mm-hmm. for events that has my contact info on it. Yeah. In case I run out of cards yeah,
1: that's so smart. or in case people
0: don't want a business card, I say, you can take a picture of the banner right in front here yeah, on the tablecloth and they're so like, smart. oh, amazing. Yeah. But now I need to get a QR code on it. Mm-hmm. That's the way to
1: be right now these days.
0: Is there anything we should avoid when we are networking and meeting people for the first time?
1: You might want to be, like, one of the things that I tend to avoid is giving out my personal cell phone number. So my oh. business cards, I'll have my Google number on it. Okay. Um, I'm also really mindful that my contact information is at the, the bottom of my email signature. So if anything, worst case scenario, I can just shoot them an email with my contact information on it, and then I have their email address if I ever need to get a hold of them. But I'm mm-hmm. very mindful of my cell, my personal cell phone number just because I hate getting telemarketer Calls. And so I hate giving out my personal cell phone number. If you have my personal cell phone number, I care. Like, apparently I cared enough about you at some point to give you my cell phone number. <laughs> but if anything, I hand out my Google number. Uh, so I would recommend getting like a Google number or a business number and giving that out when you're networking because you just never know. It's a big, crazy world out there.
0: That's a good point. I hadn't actually thought of that. I
1: was thinking it's important not to. Sort of beg for work or ask for work, so to speak. Oh, I'm, I'm, I hadn't even thought about that. No, I don't. It doesn't even come to my mind. Like I don't go to these networks. But we've all
0: met those people who will ask for jobs, and it's a little yeah. tacky.
1: It's like, dude, I just met you. Let me absorb this that's meeting. That's when and decide. I exit the conversation and I go to another conversation. Yeah, that's not a good move. Yeah, because again, when I'm networking at these these events, um, my primary purpose is really just to get to know people. Like, tell me about what you're doing, but I don't. And if someone expresses an interest, I
0: think the follow up is to go, let me know if I can help. Yeah, totally. Not, oh, you should give me that job. I'll do that job. What's the detail? (laughs) Be Mm -hmm. easy. Slow your roll. Yeah. Mm -hmm,
1: mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And and then uh, what to avoid? I, I can't think of anything else. Don't forget to say thank you. Mm -hmm. for meeting them
0: or chatting with them. Like it's been great meeting you. Um, I like the whole social media thing. I'm really into the Instagram. Can I follow you on Instagram? And I guess taking a picture of a business card if they have one or hopefully a QR code if they have one. Finding a reason, I guess, to get back in touch with that person is also kind of nice especially if you've really hit it off with them
1: yeah that's the other thing too i get a lot of emails afterwards saying hey it was so nice to meet you thanks so much for you know chatting about this this and this but oftentimes like those tend to kind of go off to the wayside you know for me it's usually like hey we met and I remember us talking about this and I wanted to share this information with you or you know we were talking the other day about this and I had asked about this could you share this piece of information with you and so when you do follow up with people that you network I would usually include some kind of like not necessarily like an ask of them Mm -hmm. but if it like remind that person of the conversation you had whether it's like hey you talked about this quote that I really really loved can you remind me what that quote verbatim was or hey you talked about this other their business. Could you connect me with that business? And so it's like an ask to kind of refresh their memory, so they remember talking to you about it. But it gives them a chance to kind of help you out because I think also, again, going back to human connection is when we help each other out, we also deepen the relationship in the long run.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of what we're all about here is helping each other co-creating this empowered, informed, um, and inspiring a group of you to. Go be your best selves. Go be your most your most realized and fulfilled self. So help, help, help. It's all about help.
1: I think one uh, one thing that I have not mentioned about networking is um, volunteer for local organizations mm. uh, because that might be a great way for you to meet other people. So you know you can yeah. serve on the chamber of commerce. You can serve. Uh, for local Rotary Clubs or Key Clubs or uh, whatever, like, Kiwan- like Lions Clubs and Kiwanis Clubs. And when you serve to um, be part of different organizations, that's a great way to meet other people who have that same mindset of yeah. building a network, building a community, connecting humans together. So um, if you want to go above and beyond, serving in leadership positions with different organizations will give you that opportunity, multiple opportunities, to network not only at the big picture level uh, outside of your business sector, but within your business sector and then within your own smaller friendship network.
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. Great points. I don't think I have anything else left to share on... Network on, on networking. I think I've touched on all of the social media things and in person things and how I usually follow up and what I don't prefer people do. Uh, yeah, I know in Arizona there's also a group called Local First Arizona and they're all about small businesses. So if you are a small business in Arizona or you're looking for a small business in Arizona, they have them categorized on their website by like service category and you can network there uh, as well as find a business if you need one there
1: it's a great local first is great and we uh, local first uh, works closely with a uh, valid leadership too that's how i found out about they work with everyone yeah <laughs> like if you're paying
0: attention you just see it everywhere
1: and that's what i mean too right there's a committee that serves to create those opportunities for local first and so again yeah you can either just participate in local first or you can actually serve as one of the leaders for local first and really promote things. Right. So mm-hmm. there's so many different levels when it comes to networking, they're
0: sort of like Yelp, but specific to our, our mm-hmm. Arizona.
1: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it too.
0: Thank you for all this information. No,
1: this is great. This is great. I love it too. I, I figure in the
0: middle of conference season is a good oh, time to pick your brain on networking. Oh
1: goodness. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing, too. I mean, I'm just going to wrap things up with, you never know when the people that you network with also become friends, too. Uh, and I've, I've, I've made a lot of, like, colleagues that I call my friends because I do depend on them for advice or for referrals Uh, or what happens is I think one of my favorite things is the more people I know, the more I can connect people because now, you know, as I see more professionals, they might come to me and say, Hey, I need someone, uh, someone in Vermont. I'm moving to Vermont and I'm looking for some mentors or I'm looking for some business owners to kind of connect with in Vermont. So then I can reach out to people I know in Vermont or, and connect people. I think that's my favorite part of networking is the more people I know, the more I can connect people to each other when they need something.
0: I love that and, and a tip if you're moving networking to the city you're moving to huge. yeah. Uh, nothing worse than moving to a brand new city and not knowing the part of town you should live in, or just so many things to think about when you move. So yeah, that's a that's a yeah. good personal networking advice as well
1: yeah that's like right now with my residents finishing their residency program and moving to different states all over the country i'm utilizing my contacts in the academy of general dentistry and you know one of the residents he wants to find a job and move to illinois so i'm connecting him with my friends in illinois there's another resident that wants to move to texas so i'm connecting him to my friends in texas and so it's just and now he knows people in texas and now his network is widening up and now he gets to learn and meet new people and 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 so i think again like i said favorite thing about networking is just being able to connect people cuz yeah. i get the privilege of other people connecting me to other people when i need help so
0: yeah. yeah this is reminding me i need to update our linkedin and my personal
1: linkedin yeah okay so i love that i better that. go do that um <laughs> we didn't really talk about it but If you are in the business of networking, like you have something to promote and you want to be like you have some make sure your stuff is updated, your website, (laughs) your LinkedIn, your social media stuff. Like you also want to make sure that you are ready for people to see you and to take you on. Yeah, my LinkedIn is I was going
0: to say dramatically out of date, but I really haven't been disconnected from my job that long.
1: That's okay.
0: And I sort of like I'm still on paper like I don't use it that much, so it just doesn't dawn on me with LinkedIn, but I've been meaning to, so this is a good excuse for me to obviously like I refreshed my page when I was sort of on the DL for a new job like looking for a new job a couple years Mm -hmm, ago mm -hmm. uh but I haven't updated it to completely remove the day job and highlight what I do for me as well as I think I have a co-host to this show on LinkedIn this show has its own LinkedIn oh um I'd be happy to close the show with our just reminding people you can find us on LinkedIn at woman get in you can find us on Instagram at Woman Get In, and you can find us on Facebook at Woman Get In. You, you, you. I've considered trying to get back into the twitter because it's so fiery with all the abortion nonsense talk uh, um so i've yes. considered but i was like no i can't afford to lose these hours in my day
1: yeah <laughs> on twitter That's the other thing too. i want to do more youtube stuff for our channel so yes. a lot of things for the second half of we're 2022 there. we're getting there yes people. <laughs> yes for sure thanks. you have a lot to look forward to thanks for sticking it out with us we yes. appreciate all of you yes thank you thank you so much We'll talk to you next week. Love you. Love you too.